Hello, welcome to Valley Guides Podcast. A little off script today. It's not a Sunday update, but it's a little bit more of informal of an episode. Today my question is simple. It's what comes first, the decision or the question? Do I decide to act or question my current state first? I think the question must come first. The question starts us and then the decision is the answer. Everything seems to come down to a question and a decision. I question if I should skip today. I decided I should not skip. What type of guy records 90 days in a row and skips on day 91? Well, not me. I'm not a hero about it. I frequently want to skip. The decision to keep going has reinforced itself over the past 90 days and I have a little boost in my willpower. The fear of quitting actually helps me keep going. I don't want to be that guy that quits. I got 10 days left. I've been reading more about questions. I've stumbled upon a book on interviewing by Dean Nelson called Talk to Me. I haven't read enough to say it's a great book, but I have read enough to appreciate what he's trying to do. I look forward to reading more. He's trying to describe how to conduct a good interview, and it seems so similar to selling. First, he has to know why he's conducting the interview and what's the point, who would care. He places emphasis on being transparent, honest, and doing the work to prepare. I couldn't say it better myself. I'm sure I'm going to learn more from the book, and of course I'll update you as I go. How I wish we could have a conversation, two-way dialogue. I don't mean for the podcast, I mean for both of us to think through problems and maybe improve a little. I was training the other day of some online course, and the presenter said, Shared problems are solved quicker. Shared problems are solved quicker. I thought, wow, that's kind of a nice statement. He passed over it really quickly and didn't give it much thought, but it stuck with me. I don't even remember what training it was, but the phrase stuck. Reminds me of another saying, normally attributed to an African proverb, but I don't even know what that would be as a continent, not a people. But it says that if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. What problems could we work on together? My favorite job I've ever had was IT manager position. And it wasn't a fancy or anything. It was at a local hospital. But every day I went to work wondering how to make life of the team a little better. Could we get better at our jobs? Could we be more responsible about our planning and expectations? I couldn't give raises. Didn't have any money in the budget for that. So I had to search for other ways to make the job worth having. I decided to create a learning environment, create a, a place to work that was so great that people would stay or be attracted to better employees, even though it couldn't pay the highest wages in town. We did pay well, but we just didn't have time for raises or money for raises. If you came to work at our company, though, you'd gain skill to make a better living. If you got so good I couldn't afford you, then that was a great problem. We'd celebrate that and I'd help you find a better paying job somewhere else. And if at all possible, I'd hire you back if it didn't work out would celebrate you coming and going, not penalize you for it like so many places do. For a while, I think our work world did improve. We'd take 90 minutes or so on Friday afternoon to teach each other a technical topic. We were growing as a team, and it, it didn't last, but that's a different story. Change doesn't stop. No such thing as status quo. You can't go back the way things were. You need to keep going. Good came from the short-lived experiment, though, I'd do it again, even knowing the same result would occur. I guess I'm still trying to recreate the scenario, 
It reminds me of Johnny Appleseed spreading plants hoping they'll take root and a new orchard will be found. By the way, it turns out Johnny Appleseed most likely was making alcohol from his apples. They'd be too sour to enjoy, but that's a different podcast. I asked my students on the final test a bonus question. I asked, what do you want to be remembered for? I love to read the answers. I get a sense of who they really are. What we want to be remembered for is a story that we want to tell others about ourselves. When we are going well, when we are doing well, we live out those stories on a stage. The audience is how we think everyone sees us. Not necessarily how they really see us, but how we think they see us. It's important to remember the audience is not in charge, though. It's not like real theater where if they don't buy tickets, you don't get to play. This play goes on. We're in charge. We are the director and the lead actor all rolled into one. I want to give life stones instead of tombstones. It's part it's connected with the what do you want to be remembered for. You know tombstones, they'll put a little phrase on there or something. I thought well, we should do life stones, same kind of thing. Have a granite stone and maybe just uh, rock and have a sentence on there about what you want to be remembered for. A life stone to have inscribed that answer and you wouldn't have to wait till you were dead. I would look at it every day and I'd measure against it. What would your life stone read? I want mine to say, he led us through the valley. I realize it's a bit grandiose. I know I fall short most days. It's not the point. It's what am I stretching for? Who do I want to be? It's the story I'm trying to live out. It's the story I want told. What's your story? Call me sometime. We can talk about it. Again, this is Greg from Valley Guides Podcast. Talk to you soon.